or your family supportive when you like when you yeah. started blowing up? They well, were I, supposed- I, shouldn't use, I shouldn't use the word <laughs> blowing up. I said, <laughs> were your uh, family happy when your career started taking off? No, wait, that's not what <laughs> Taking off and then taking blowing off. up. <laughs> this is my Bismillah, it's Mr. Islah. You are listening to the Director's Cut podcast on the CS Network where we talk all things ethnic within the entertainment industry. And as always, with the tradition of this pod, every guest gets an intro. In a world where modest fashion was not mainstream, one girl made it mainstream. Her name was Maria Idrissi. Oh, that was that was that was gassed up. That was gassed Gas up. Gas levels. What well, are you thank saying? You, thank you for having Salam me. Salam alaikum and Salam. This is fun. <laughs> we've never done like a, a, a like a interview or whatever. A chat yeah, we've, together we've like never this. done a pod at a all pod, yeah, together. No, yeah. So this is the first thing. Yeah, man. Well, welcome to the pod, man, and Thanks. thank you for making time. I know we had loads of technical issues before we started this. That's all right. But, um, Story of you my know, life. she was just sitting there not helping, but that's great. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> Alright, but what I do, just to warm up, uh, I'm going to start off with three random questions, yeah? Okay. Alright, so you ready? If you got sent to prison, oh what would it be for God. and why? If I got sent to prison, what would it be for? Oh my God, what would I go to prison for? Uh, it'd probably be for, like, self-defence, but it may come under, like, GBH or something. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what else. What else would I go to jail for? I don't know. I'm not the gonna steal nothing. North London gal right there, yeah. Saying she's she's gonna go to jail for self defence. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's I can't think of anything else. You know, I'll give that to you. That's decent. At least yeah. you go, at least you go to prison with a noble reason. Yeah, I'll walk in there with a bop and be like, yep. Yeah man. I did that. Protecting myself. I did. Next question, yeah. What's your pet peeve? When people can't take a hint. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I'm so tired. Yeah, I'm like, I've got an early start. Yeah, I'm so tired. Oh, so that's what you meant all day. No, Okay, uh, no, it no. makes sense now. Right, <laughs> and that's a wrap, guys. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just like, you know, you know, you I, get it. I'm joking, I'm joking. Last question. Um, if you could be any character in a movie oh. and live in that reality, who would it be and why? Straight away, Avatar. Oh wow! Yeah, she didn't even think. About I didn't that. need to think about that. I would definitely live in Avatar, and I would, I would be in. I mean, I'd like to be a human in Avatar, but you can't breathe. Give me a flashback because uh, I haven't watched Avatar since it came out. So, oh man, you have to. It's like the Matrix, right? You go into the Avatar world. It's not even. Yeah, like let's say another dimension yeah, yeah. or whatever. It's so like in tune with nature, but then it's still futuristic, and you know, there's technology and stuff. I love that fusion. You know. Oh. So you'd be like a a big tall blue. Thing. Avatar, yeah. You wouldn't want to be a superhero. And live in that world, and I'm always constantly, I can't even relax for 24 hours. <laughs> I'm getting called because this b- building's burning. <laughs> it's like, man. Raw. I have no, no, I'm joking. I, I, no, the, your true colors are coming out. <laughs> Guy in prison Obviously, for GBH. No. <laughs> don't want to be a superhero because you can't be bothered. You no, know, I just want to live in Avatar. She wants to live in Avatar and chill, bro. Oh my god. Maria Drissy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's um, wind it back here to how we met. Do yeah. you remember? Yeah, in the Bernardo's um, oh, you remember? dinner. I have to, I have to yeah. admit something, yeah. I did something embarrassing, but I don't think you're going to remember this. What did you do? Like, when I met you, I, I kind of knew who you were because Samir told me before I was well, coming. You you didn't. No, 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 it uh, wasn't that. But I sat down in front of you and I said, oh, yeah, you're, you're Mariam, innit? You called me Mariam? I called you Mariam. Thank God that went over my head. 
I was like, Maria, Maria. I was like, yeah, yeah, Maria. I was like, it's oh, alright. So many people say all I get called. All, yeah. All That's the only thing I remember. Like, but then I remember <laughs> in that uh, dinner. Yeah. Everyone was like older than us in it, and me and you were just giggling at the end of the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. chatting rubbish like a bunch of two two little kids. Two kids, man. I and was then, like immediately, like I feel like we're related, like. In it. And then I realized you're not Pakistani. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, I remember us sitting, and then we were chatting about our mutual friend, my yeah. like Stefan. Yes, Stefan. Okay. Oh Ashley my god, David. did we go that day? Yeah, 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 that was the day. And we and we saw uh, that artist. Uh, oh my god. ASAP Rocky. Yes. We saw ASAP Rocky on the, oh, at the hotel. Oh my days. I remember. That was so random. That was so random. I can't believe that's the day I met you. We was acting like we bloody known each other yeah. for years. We just walked straight past. I saw a security guard first and then I see ASAP and I was like, I mean, I didn't see ASAP. It looked like ASAP. And I walked straight past him and then I looked at you. I was like, bruv, I swear that was ASAP Rocky just standing outside of the hotel. And you was like, do you think so? And I said, I have, I'm going to like yeah, kick I myself. If I don't. So I literally yeah. walked back and I literally did this to him. And I looked at him closely and he was like, yeah, what's up? I was like, oh my God, it is you. That was the most random <laughs> yeah, day That was so ever. random. That and then we the went up random. to meet um, yeah. Stefan and he was just looking at us like, well, you guys know each other. I was like, No, not even. I hid behind the, door, behind the wall. Then you, he opened the door to you. And oh I, yeah, we then surprised I talked to him. him and you and guys... he, then he just grabbed me and we started wrestling on the bed. I know. I was like, um, I'm, should I leave you guys alone? <laughs> oh, dudes. That was oh, funny. Dudes. Shout yeah, out to Stefan, met. boy. Yeah, that's how we met. And then since then, it's just day. been, yeah, work. Family We've been on stuff, yeah. like, abroad trips together. We went to Zanzibar, Zanzibar. together. Bosnia. Went to Bosnia together. Yeah. Like, it's not about, it's not about the time you know someone. It's the experience, you know? That's what I'm saying. Man's yeah, man. man. experience out here, fam. Um, so obviously you mm-hmm. were known or you are known as the first hijab wearing model for H&M mm-hmm. when it obviously when it started and then since then you've been doing loads of other kind of brand work and stuff and like your career has been rocketing mashallah alhamdulillah um, was there a snowball effect to modeling with hijab on whether it was negative or positive mm. uh, talk about that with me that definitely triggered that was the moment that you know kicked everything off for me because before that i didn't even use instagram like i had a private instagram just throw up pictures whenever i felt like a few hundred followers that was it so then when that moment happened my entire career in fashion happened as well from that moment and um yeah i appreciate it man you know like i know sometimes people feel a type of way when they get kind of dropped in the ocean mm. in like for like some moment that happens in their life and then they sometimes resent it because it's like they weren't planned they weren't ready they didn't get support but for me it's like you can't be ungrateful because mm. you only feel like that now because you're you've been in the industry for years and mm. you, the entitlement has kind of creeped in mm. but for me it's like now even if i felt like i was dropped in the middle of the sea um i still appreciate it because no one knew that Wait, was gonna happen them? Yes, I can. I can. <laughs> I'm just checking. If you got yeah. dropped in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, pr- I appreciate that moment. Um, were, your, were your family supportive when you, like, when you yeah. started blowing up? They were well, supportive. I shouldn't use a word. <laughs> blowing <laughs> up. I said, were your family supportive when you became a hijabi model blowing up? <laughs> yeah. You just blew up everything. Let's, uh, let's reword that. Were um, your family happy when your career started taking off? No, wait, that's not <laughs> worse. Taking off and then blowing off. up. <laughs> Yeah, they were they were supportive, definitely. I think also they didn't expect much to come off of it either. Yeah, so yeah. it was just like, yeah, go for it, you know, keep doing your thing, da, da, da. and then five years in, it's like, wow, I've 
been self-employed for five years this is no, this really did yeah yeah because for those off. for those people that don't know um your father's moroccan yeah and your mother is from pakistani. Uh, is pakistani yeah so you've got a mixed heritage right there so yeah did was your father uh, reacting to it a certain way was your mother more supportive was your father like laid back or like they're both chill so my dad's um a very liberal muslim mm. basically so he he didn't have no like religious you know comments or issues yeah, yeah, yeah. with what i was doing from that perspective and my mum she grew up in this country so you know even she though she calm. is more practicing she still has a, like an open mind you know so she just saw it as well you know as long as it's all respectable and <laughs> you're, you you're not going to any weird parties everyone in the industry gets um negative effects or yeah. like trolling or whatever like that but in any aspect did you get a negative snowball effect do you know what's funny when I, it's it's amazing because when i first started i didn't give a damn i didn't i genuinely did not care because mm. i i wasn't in that world so I didn't even, I've never experienced trolling or whatever. Like I've had one experience of minor bullying in school, which got resolved the mm. same day. So it, wasn't, it was that, really that That's deep. the one you would have went pen for, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one I was getting. That's, like, that's the one I caught my cousins for. I was like, I oh, can't really? do this on my own. Did that do? <laughs> Maria, <laughs> Maria GBH Jussie. <laughs> yeah. No. So obviously I'd never experienced like that kind of you know yeah. hate and stuff from online so it went over my head because yeah. i wasn't looking for it you know i didn't i wasn't online like that um, it would only be through maybe what people are saying like yeah. oh my god how how are you dealing with all the thing i'm like what they said about me and it's like what she said what oh he said what yeah i had no idea um and it's funny because now five years in we do take notice but i think the reason we take notice is because we kind of have to because yeah, you know yeah. we were talking about this before like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's not just about um about ignoring something when it's actually affecting you mm. in real life so you know because there, there are like celebrities out there like i know for example um tom hiddleston the actor mm. who plays loki right mm. he doesn't look at positive or negative things about him on the internet yeah i don't either he literally just acts does the movie goes yeah. to the press release the press releases the the junkets does yeah. the interviews and goes on yeah and he just focuses on the art yeah. angelina jolie doesn't watch a single movie she's in Apart from Shark Tale. Do you know <laughs> what's so it. funny? Oh my God, I thought I was, I hate watching myself back. So like even like my TED talk, I think I've only, and I had to because I was doing a talk and I had to watch the video before I went into the talk. Hold on, pause on that, yeah. She did a TED talk. <laughs> just, just saying, isn't it? Big up. Big up. <laughs> even that's the only, I think, full video of myself that I've watched from like start to finish mm. of, of a talk because I just... I don't like it. I think with a TED talk, you'd have to watch it back, man, because like, you're on a big stage. Now I watch a big it back. Brand. Like, yeah, obviously, I think when everyone watches back their stuff from like five years ago, even me, if I look at the first episode of Corn Shop. Yeah, you I'm grow. Cringing. That's the thing, you're constantly like. Yeah, I growing. grew, man. My belly grew, my, <laughs> everything grew, bro. Yeah, you constantly, like, in the in this in this space, even though I've, I've only been around like five years, but still, I've done, I've done time. Done bits. I've done bits. I've done yeah, bits. I've done bits. And, but yeah, the amount of growth that can happen in five years, not just yeah. personally from yourself, but also because society changes. Yeah. So we're adapting as well to that, you know. Yeah. So everything is a, it's a constant growth. Right, it's one thing watching yourself back though, yeah. But yeah. you and me have one thing in common. Mm. We're both voice actors. Yes. So you do a bunch of impressions. I do a bunch of impressions. Yeah, man. We should actually do like an impression we need, wall. We need to do a, a video for that. We should actually do what, one on the podcast. Uh, do, do your most favourite impression. Oh, no. I don't have a favourite one. Do one off the top of your head. Do, like, do, do, to do, be uh, honest, my Indian one is always my go-to, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's always my go-to. Do your Maria Gonzalez. 
Oh my God, you want me to do Maria Gonzalez? Okay, so <laughs> I have many experiences with Maria. Do you know what one I love when you do? The Australian one. That Australian is, just... is it's right off the cuff, this one. You know, I really, I, I would I would love to do a whole movie a with this voice. And do you know Jason Statham? Jason Statham, so. Yes. Right, we're here in a podcast. <laughs> Don't make me repeat myself. <laughs> it's so good. It's so on point. No, but like it's going so off the point. back of your voice acting, right? Yeah. So if you can't watch us off a screen, would you listen back to yourself? Like if you were as an animated movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 100%. I'd be excited for that because it's it's scripted. Yeah. I don't see my face. <laughs> you know, like I think acting would be different because yeah, yeah. it's a Because you do a bit of acting with me when we do Halalians. Yeah, like when, I can watch acting. Yeah, it's, when you was in Corner Shop with me. Yeah. Like you've done a bit of acting here and there. Yeah. Let's say if you was in an animated movie now, that's out. Which character would you be? I would love to be like a talking animal. Yeah. I've already done that actually slyly. I did for BBC. You did? Oh yeah, you did. Uh, Hamza's Pussycat series. Yeah. <laughs> I played a dog. You played a dog. Was it I a played dog? a dog. Yeah. Oh, Ron, you played a kutta. Yeah. Oh, I, don't I played remember. a little dog. I remember you, little... had, you said you said something like, "What? What grand, bruv? You're like a rude girl." Yeah, a little hood rat dog. A hood rat dog. Um, but um, yeah, I don't. Go what on, animal 100%. would you play? What animal would you voice? Of every animal. Yeah, of every what animal, animal would I love to do? Yeah. What voice would suit Maria Idrissi as an animal from Madagascar? Oh my god. Uh, An animal that commits GBH. <laughs> no, do you know what it'll probably be? It'll probably be some type of bird. A bird? Some Pearl. type of bird. Yeah, I know it sounds boring, but like I'm talking about like a. Like a peacock. Yeah, some type of funny bird. You know, like a. Like, I feel like a peacock would suit you. Though. Yeah, maybe like a peacock or, an, or a flamingo. A flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? If I was an animated character, or as an animal? Yeah. I don't know, what would suit me? Because uh, the thing is, if you're gonna like, because they animate your face as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's what active. I was trying to look. I, I don't know and what. Because I, I, I know I look like an angry bird. <laughs> a, lot a, bird people, a lot of people, a lot of people say I look like an angry bird, like, yeah. like the yellow one. So I'll probably, I'll probably be in an Angry Birds movie. You'd be an Angry Bird. Yeah, that makes angry sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I got a nose in it like that. that nose. <laughs> the sharp nose. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there. What's I say? A lot of sisters. A lot of sisters out there who would probably wish to kind of be following in your footsteps inshallah or like pursuing a career similar to yours but maybe they're wearing hijab and they're scared mm. that um oh this industry or this career might not be for me mm. like would you be able to say yeah would it can you still be successful mm-hmm. wearing the hijab in this industry or would you feel pressure to take it off for a certain reason what would um, you say um you can definitely you can definitely wear hijab and be in the entertainment industry. I think you really need to, and this is regardless of what religious background you are, I think you need to be a very grounded person to be in this kind of industry because mm. it's not, obviously, it's, it's not a conventional nine-to-five lifestyle, you know. Um, and also, th- there are going to be constant constant tests yeah. because, you know, especially, it's, sometimes it's not intentional, sometimes it's just ignorant. Like, I've gone to shoots and it's like, they've given me a skirt mm. and it's like up to my knees. I'm like... Bro, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't wear the skirt, you know. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. not—it's not intentional. It's not to be like, oh, let's see, you know, yeah, if we yeah, can yeah. tempt her. It's like it's just, oh, oh, sorry, I thought it's modest to them, you know. Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah, you definitely have have to be grounded. You have to have your your morals straight and stuff, mm. and, and you can't you can't change in terms of it, those beliefs. You have to stick to your truth because 
like I was saying, society constantly is changing around us. And as much as we can adapt to certain things, but the minute we adapt to things that are now compromising our morals, like you're not, you're no longer a leader to me anymore. You're, you know, you're no longer someone that I can look up to as a role model because un- unless you change for the better, obviously that's different. But if, if it's for the worse, it's like, I can't really, you know what I mean? I can hear you out and stuff, but I won't rate you the same. Yeah, okay, I hear you, I hear you. <laughs> you know, but like, just, I mean, obviously we, we slip up, but it's about snapping back again. That's, you know, people do slip up and they come back again. It's about that always being in a conscious mindset where like, if you feel, forget even appearance and stuff, because in the grand scheme of things, that's not maybe as deep as other things that are morally yeah, yeah, compromising. Yeah. So you know you just need to always remember to, to snap back again because because me can. personally like obviously being muslim in the acting industry tv industry film industry like i just try to carry my islam mm. wherever i go yeah like if i'm on set i'll make sure that there's a place for me to pray mm. and i'll make sure i ask for it i'll make sure that this is a demand that's there i don't want to sacrifice my islam mm. for my work because it's a lot that put me there in the first place exactly you know yeah. I'm i woke up that day to go to set because he allowed me to wake up he allowed you, yeah, yeah. so that's i mean that's kind of my thing but obviously yeah. like wearing wearing hijab i can see it as a i understand it could be a challenge being on camera and stuff and like mm. social media being an influence because like let's face it man you go on instagram it's all like <laughs> majority of it is a lot of bloggers you know posting like x amount of pictures or whatever mm. so the influence can come kind of creep up to you yeah because you can get tempted because if everyone again in society now has made this style acceptable yeah. but internally you feel like it's not it's all about how you feel inside because i mean i've you know not mentioned this or whatever i've been in situations where someone might have l- said or was very strong about a certain thing yeah. and then it's like oh raw you you don't care about that no it's not that deep to you no more all of a sudden you know after yeah, years yeah, yeah. and it could be just genuine change where mm. you just you know it's not even that deep it's just like yeah you know i was being i was maybe a little bit more stricter in certain things i didn't feel i needed to be mm. so sometimes it's that you know you make excuses for your people but sometimes it's just it could be just cracks of weakness mm. and that's why i was saying it's, it's dangerous because then people put everyone up on a pedestal when they've mm. got a certain number of followers or influence and it's like well mm. if that person is as my dad said like blowing with the wind or like <laughs> you're just flapping around then yeah, yeah, yeah. what does that mean all those people are just flapping around with you yeah, that's yeah. you know what i mean we can't be leading as muslims in in that way so stemming off what you're saying there yeah, like obviously when you're in a modeling industry and whatnot but then social media is like another kind of part of the package mm. that comes forward yeah do you get affected when um uh, let's say you don't have as much followers as next man or you don't have as much engagement as next man does that bother you or do you think you know what like i got my career and this is what i'm doing yeah or does it make you depressed does it affect you like it used to i think it used to because i didn't understand like i was doing so much work mm. um sometimes more than people with 10 times the amount of followers i had and it was mm. like it for some reason my numbers weren't matching to what i was doing in real life mm. but then i was like wow there's so many people like that you know i've got friends that are huge actors mm. like multi-millionaires that have got a fraction of followers in comparison to someone else who's mm. only known online you know yeah so so that's when i realized yeah i, I need to not care about that stuff it's not it's about knowing what your end goal is you know mm. obviously social media is a part of kind of 
yeah it's like a tool like like a, yeah, yeah it's a tool you know but it's it's it shouldn't be the only thing you depend on yeah, you yeah. know it is it shouldn't it shouldn't make you feel like pressured that yeah. you have to give more attention to that than your end goal because that's yeah. that's the distraction you know that's yeah. that's how people fall off now i don't i don't really care as much because i would rather be slow and steady and do you know what's so interesting as well God, this, deep, this, gone deep, this, deep, yeah, deep, get, deep i had loads of like mini like epiphanies God, this year during the lockdown out, so like one of those the moments that i had was i just was so grateful that god almost did kind of slow down the process you know like okay initially it's like i went from zero to 100 you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but then once i i got there it was like okay now you're gonna build and you're not gonna build like that because yeah, then, yeah, yeah. you know one way down kind of play kind of thing so i feel really grateful that it has been a more slow and steady kind of um progression and also it gives people time as well to to see that I have been consistent in the things I say, the way I talk, the, you know, of course, again, we're always changing and growing and stuff. But generally speaking, um, one of my good friends, she's like, I love you. You're so consistent. And I, was, I didn't get it. I was like, consistent. I was like, thanks. Is that, a, is that the new compliment these days? She's like, no, it is. It's a, it's a good compliment. There's a lot of people not consistent. So that I started to be really grateful for because it's almost like a protection from Allah by having a more slow and steady progression because as we as I said we're learning and growing so all the mistakes that I've maybe made in, in the past or whatever rather than it being on a global scale where the whole world is watching me fall and stand up again which okay and for some people it's fine but for me I, I I'm not gonna lie I do care you know I know some people like I don't care but I think as Muslims we should there is mm, a there certain a element of, you, of yeah, care element. yeah because otherwise what makes us different to animals is that we have shame <laughs> trust me I went to the zoo once and I saw tigers getting up to no good yeah. trust me so that's the difference between us as humans and animals we have a concept of shame in us you know and it's only by force that people tell themselves I don't care I don't care mm. and they have to tell themselves because instinctively we do we do yeah, yeah. we do care a little bit about you know how we're represented what people think of us and I don't think there's anything really wrong with that unless it's affecting you and I've not I think it kind much. of does a reverse effect on yourself because if you're like I care about the representation I'm putting forward for people to see me as mm. but then it also makes you become a better person because exactly. it's like I'm let's just say for example wearing hijab right so if you've got the hijab on you know that you're representing Islam mm. through the way your hijab if I'm rocking my beard and I've got my clothes cut to my ankles mm. I know I'm representing Islam yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. so I would be conscious of that and yeah. then move forward knowing that okay yeah. like let me not tr- let me try not to slip up for myself mm. and because I don't want other people to see yeah. Um, you know not in there like oh let me not slip up in public and let me slip up privately yeah, that's not yeah, what I mean yeah. but like you know by, by consciously making that effort thinking yeah I am being uh, watched by other people and I am being considered as a role mm-hmm. model then you kind of you, you better yourself indirectly Does yeah that make sense? it definitely but that's exactly what happened because even I was saying it was funny when the H&M thing happened like obviously I wore hijab for, for years before that but there was no pressure like no one in my family really wears the hijab except me and my mum so there was no like external kind of Mm. eyes on me where it's like if I took it off one day it's like oh my god I wasn't in the public eye I wasn't amongst friends and family who cared Mm -hmm. and then when that moment happened I was like well damn I gotta keep this on now for real (laughs) (laughs) but it's good I embraced it I didn't see that as like oh my god this is so much pressure and I hate it and because that's what happens a lot of the time people because they can't maybe keep up with a certain lifestyle they then find excuses um within that 
ruling yeah, yeah, to justify yeah. it so they don't feel bad. Whereas me, I would rather f- go through the feeling bad and improve and jump back up again and improve myself or at least say I've acknowledged it and I'm trying mm. to do better than to be like, well, anyway, according to this, I don't really have... It's like, no, yeah, no, yeah, no that's like not... That's trying not to justify it and stuff. Yeah. Like a courtroom. Yeah, exactly. Let's not get blasphemous now, guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What would be your dream... Uh, kind of thing to do outside of modeling because I know acting is one thing yeah. but what's like your dream gig do you know what even with acting I'll be real like I'm not I, 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 I used to do drama and I really I loved acting and stuff I love going into characters you know I do voiceover acting I, I love that that world but I love like being a Muslim and wearing hijab more so <laughs> you're gonna make me cry I know <laughs> I do. so for me it's like okay cool uh, I've reckoned be like a real niche in that industry because yeah. let's be real you know not every director is going to take into consideration yeah. she wears a hijab and we must tailor make this role for yeah. maria just you know and i don't expect that either so it's either i continuously make my own stuff which i mean actors don't only act in their mm-hmm. own movies you know you're an actor you get you get hired for jobs so that's not really an option for me and then so you just want to be a peaceful that. muslim in the avatar world yeah <laughs> it's it's I love the idea of just making films more yeah. behind the scenes, you know, yeah. um, writing. I, I, I did English and history because yeah. when I realized that wearing a hijab is going to hinder me as an actress, it was yeah. like, OK, well, I still love the film world. You can make films. I can make films then. And, you know, if there, are, if there are roles yeah. when I, that I can write myself into, then great. You know, do a little Stan Lee kind of cameo here and there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if, I, if, if I can't, then that's fine as well, because for me what's more important is the actual film itself than my face in it you know um, that's humble man yeah I but i like voiceover that. acting that one ain't no excuses y'all you know what i'm saying <laughs> like my my face ain't in it so <laughs> even me personally acting was like just to kind of get me in the forefront i love playing characters but then it was the writing it was the yeah you know, the editing and the cinematography that fascinated me exactly and telling our stories as well stories that we want to tell that you can't keep expecting everyone else to you know tell our stories and then yeah. we criticize them when they do it wrong so yeah, it's like yeah, at yeah. least so inshallah do you want to be put in a position or do you want to work your way up to a position where you can tell muslim stories yeah so not just muslim stories even just um just interesting stories that like are not told so um untold stories yeah literally just sharing um whether it's cultural whether Mm. it's religious whether it's fictional but it's just i've created something that can relate to my community you know Mm fantasy i love fantasy so i think my my space is definitely mm. like family and you know if it's drama it would be more telling real stories yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in terms of the fictional side of stuff i i, I always think like for the youth because yeah. i've got younger brothers so i'm always like yeah yes. this would be sick for them you know that's dope man because it keeps you conscious in it yeah that's conscious ah right, cool to wrap it up where can everyone find you uh, so maria idrissi instagram I just deleted my Twitter, so I've got a new one now, so you guys can start following that. She GBH someone on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, it's a wrap. (laughs) So, sick. That was sick. That was so lovely, short and sweet.